avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. <laughs> Brent, you're being recorded. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Film me from behind. It's my best angle. Um. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> spin, spin, spin. Oh, brother. Oh, is this camera on? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can start. Yeah. That's how every one of these episodes is going to start, by the way. It's just like going to be us talking about fart jokes and... And my back door. Like, just normal, <laughs> normal appropriate things that don't require censorship. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. All right. So, welcome back to another episode of... This unnamed secret project for the comic book syndicate where we talk about Disney Plus's Marvel Cinematic Universe television shows, the series, episode three. (laughs) Episode three, but talking about episode four. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do you know what? Now that you mention it, mm, I just want to talk about the release schedule of this. We don't have to. Yeah, it's like, one, I love it. Two, this is how you keep me subscribed. Sure. But four, wait, three, whatever, (laughs) D, I am here for a release schedule that is closer to the release schedules of natural television because I'm retaining the information faster, easier. Totally. No, I agree. I was going to say, though, um, one thing I will say out of all of the episodes... I feel like this one in particular was the hardest for me to consume on a, a weekly basis only because it's it's so much different than episodes one through three. Like oh, this yeah. episode, and I mean, I'll let you, I mean, Jolie, I feel like you should obviously lead and, and talk about, you know, the actual plot summary, but this episode feels like the most MCU episode out of all of the episodes of WandaVision that have aired so far. So, you know, for someone like me and, and you as well that really enjoyed this new take on the MCU, you know, this, this sitcom version and mm-hmm. all the, like the layers of it. Finally, now we're being, we're being talked to straight as the audience, you know? And so for me, it was tough to kind of, um, you know, digest because I was, I liked all that teasing. This episode doesn't tease you. However, I feel like a lot of people that complained about the show initially will probably like this episode the best so far because of that. Yeah. And I think, just um like i'll casually scroll through my news feed and see if people are spoiling and what they're gonna say which by the way this is the time slash moment in the listening slash watching where we warn you that you should turn it off now because Mm -hmm. we're gonna spoil everything about episode four so here we go okay where were we uh Uh, plot summary oh yeah that's right um yeah, and uh, everybody who seemed to not like newsfeed. So everybody who traditionally is like, what's going on? What's happening in WandaVision? I don't think this is going to be a good show. Yeah. They're all like, oh, now I see. Okay, I'm here. Now they're here? Fine, whatever. I feel <laughs> like these are the same people that are like here for that S.H.I.E.L.D. show. That S.H.I.E.L.D. show's okay. But if it, it was this sword stuff that's happening... I would be more into it. Totally. Be- because this show is doing, and we'll go into the plot of what happens in this episode. This show is doing what I assumed S.H.I.E.L.D. would be doing, which was integrating the Avengers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that was, they were always kind of blue balling us and Shades of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it was, they'd always like tease, 
you know, Captain America or someone. This show, I feel like we're going to get those actual payoffs and those connections. At least it feels that way, because they're bringing in characters now from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, you know, minor characters, but they're they're including that connective tissue to really bring it together. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. I feel like there's going to be a bigger payoff here than mm-hmm. what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would have given us. Oh, yeah. So in that grand tradition of a little bit of like a procedural style drama, we switch gears for episode four called We Interrupt This Program, where they literally interrupt WandaVision mm-hmm. to tell you what's going on underneath the surface. So we find out what is truly going on in this episode and what's taking place outside of the altered reality of what we find out is West. Westview. Um, so outside of Westview, there is like a sword encampment that's been mounted. And inside, and this is very brief, we will expand a little more because I really want to get into it. But I'm going to keep it brief. We find that there's Jimmy, uh, sorry, Jimmy Woo, who we know from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and Dr. Darcy Lewis, who we know from Thor, both portrayed by Randall Park. Shout out. Um, and Kat Dennings. Oh, amazing Kat Dennings, respectively. So those are the original actors who played them in the film. They are here in that sword encampment and they are watching. They figure out, um, they've been called in as sort of experts to help sword figure out what's going on to this, the, this town of Westview. Um, and the whole episode is sort of them watching the episodes of one division um, because they're able to tap into a frequency, um, the television frequency that this is airing on. So they're watching it in real time. They assume is real time as it happens. And it's really cool. Like, I'll leave it at that, but it's really cool because at one point you can see them, they make like this big, like copper style, like research board where they're like, this person's an agent of sword. This person's an agent of sword. What I find really interesting and something that we talked about in the last episode of our unnamed video audio podcast <laughs> was that we didn't know who Dottie and Agnes were. And it's kind of nice to see that they don't even know who they are either. I love that. Again, we don't know what the heck's going on with Agnes. She's still, by the end of this episode, she is still a giant question mark. Mm-hmm. Probably because mm-hmm. she's so, not from this world, maybe, or something. I don't know. I don't think she's a Westview resident. No. No. I, I read a little more about the story, the, like the comics, and why the spell that brought um, Wanda her children. And it had to do with Mephisto. Ooh, Mephisto. We're getting into some demon talk. Yeah, and Wiccan and Speed were creations of not the son of Satan, but like Mephisto. Yeah. So I'm like, and they, they, there's also speculation that I've been reading that Agnes is Agatha, who I don't know anything about, but is an underworld sort of crony. So Correct is she, us if is we're wrong, a, because we know you will. <laughs> is, sorry, is Agatha like, um, like a servant of Mephisto? Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a terrestrial earthly based worshiper of the demon Mephisto, maybe? Um, I think it is Agatha. Let's. I think it might be Agatha Harkness. Yeah, all right, Agatha Harkness. But I'm just. I. I cannot remember her. Her backstory at all, which okay. is embarrassing. Uh, let's see. In the 17th century, Earth 616. Um, That's here. In the 17th. 
Uh, old enough to remember 500 years before Atlantis sank in the 17th century, Harkness settled in the English colony of Salem. She formed her own coven of witches, hoping to freely practice magic in 1692 AD. Uh, she was persecuted by the Puritans. She encountered Firestar um, and was sent back in time. Okay, how does she relate to this story? <laughs> get to it god you know what i love these fandom pages but they are lengthy bitches i, I know okay let's see well basically see. agatha's seen some things and some stuff yes and she's a witch yeah point blank <laughs> i don't think it's that much of a leap of logic to think she maybe worships some demons or some i don't know the, the mc has not introduced demons yet but Maybe it's time. Maybe oh, okay. it's time for some of those otherworldly creatures. Yeah, it says here that she tutored Franklin Reed, which makes sense because Franklin Reed has universe bending powers. Yes. Which, and, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're on the Agatha, right path. Yeah, Agatha then uses Franklin's powers to destroy Ultron. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, here we go. Scarlet Witch. Eventually, Salem 7 takes took over the new Salem community. They captured Agatha and they kill her. Uh, Wanda channeled the remaining energy to set in motion her becoming pregnant with her synthesoid husband. Oh, there's some kind of energy funnel that being executed creates. Hmm. Of the Salem 7. Uh, Agatha resurfaces, avoiding explanations for her return. She claims that Scarlet Witch's children were actually fragments of the soul of Mephisto and wiped Wanda's memory of her children rather than fight to free the two from Mephisto when he reabsorbs the two. Oh, geez. <laughs> so Mephisto collects souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you he was pretty pissed about the blip. When all these people came back to life, <laughs> he was probably <laughs> shook. <laughs> he was like just rolling around in souls, and all of a sudden, everybody came back, and he's like, "We're like, yeah." It's like, uh, what? Okay, <laughs> the rolling endeth here. Yeah, my goodness. Okay, sorry. Okay, so that's who she is. It's nice to see that they also don't know. So I'm gonna learn along with them. Uh, which is Those great. Like, like I said, that really is. I think by the end of the episode, we now know, um, you know, that that clearly this is a spell being cast on the actual Westview. That it's it's a physical spell, like it's a boundary kind of, um, and you know, encapsulating this town. But we still don't yeah. know Agatha's role in it. We know a lot of these people are missing persons from the state of New Jersey. Poor people in the <laughs> first place. Um, that they live in New Jersey, but they're they're. I'm assuming they're Westview residents. Um, and so, I hope so they've been missing and like there, there was that you know, montage of, of Jimmy Woo just like sticking each person that he sees on the TV he sticks their name up on the cork board with their passport I don't know how he got a hold of their passports but you know it's the FBI they can do anything um, yeah and so it's just kind of like really adding that contextualization again a lot of these people are missing because they're inside Westview but again we're missing Agnes um, you know we're missing a couple key players that we don't quite know what's going on there Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dottie for sure is a mystery. And I like I like that they're going to stay a mystery. I also think it's... <laughs> I am really enjoying the whole idea that, like... Okay, so throughout the episode, we find out um, that those little cookie breadcrumbs that we've been fed 
the commercials, the little hand sliding a notebook, the voice over the radio. That's just Jimmy and Darcy watching episodes of WandaVision. I, I was know. like, which like I I liked, but at the same time, when it, when I fu- realized it was Jimmy Woo's voice, I was kind of bummed that it wasn't Chris Evans. Nothing against Jimmy Woo. I'm just like it would have been really cool to have like a an A-list Avenger be involved in that way. You know what I mean? But like it's cool. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I was expecting a you know a really more like sensationalized reveal for who that voice was on the radio. But it's cool. I'll yeah. take Jimmy Woo. <laughs> I'll take Jimmy Woo and his magic tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we'll deal with that Mm. um so yeah like uh let's see oh also the i think it's also kind of cool to that they're introducing sword as like i thought sure sword is sword is behind all of this okay so this is what i didn't totally understand when we were talking about it last time but we fully know now though it's not really been like they don't come out and say it but it is in fact Wanda doing all of this it is Wanda manipulating reality um, so much so that a whole town has been lost yeah so let's talk about like the morality behind that for a second I think that's a big part of this show because I think the MCU Mm -hmm. in general with the exception of Civil War, where there was heroes fighting heroes and there was a lot of gray area, usually the MCU has a very clean-cut hero and a very clean-cut villain. You know where they both stand. Good triumphs evil. A tale as old as time. This is interesting because Wanda is a hero, but she's doing some fairly morally gray, morally questionable things. You know, she's she's um, manifesting her grief and her loss, we assume. We still don't know that for sure. But she's manifesting mm-hmm. all these tragedies and creating a a fake environment, a fake world for her to live in. And, you know, there's innocent people at stake here. You know, like there's there's she's and, you know, entrancing and and um, holding hostage, basically a bunch of innocent people. So there's some morally gray, not so nice behavior associated with Wanda's grief. And that's that's another point of the show that a lot of the movies, again, with the exception of Civil War, a lot of these movies don't have the runtime to deal with that kind of issue or that kind of <laughs> fun play on, like, you know, the morality of heroes, right? So mm-hmm. we're finally seeing such a such a human side to such a um, exceptional, you know, character like Scarlet Witch. We're seeing such a, you know, a range in her. And we're able to see her just explode literally in this town and, and trap all these people. So that's, I think it's cool, but I think it warrants a lot of discussion. Yeah, and, like... I find it funny that you you said that because these are the to me anyway these are the only two times where the morality of or the gravity of their situations or whatever it is that Marvel is presenting to us through superheroes um, this is the first time that the gravity of what they're going through has really hit home like this like it's serious but in a non-ironic uh, like I, I'm able to look at it non-ironically and take it seriously for what it is, and it's both times it's been Wanda at the core yeah. of the two plots. Yeah. So it's like we see people um, before we lost Peter. Did we lose uh, anybody else in in this way um, in any of the movies before we lost Bucky? But I didn't feel the same emotion. 
because I knew he was coming back in yeah. Winter Soldier. To be fair, I didn't think we were going to lose Pietro in Age of Ultron. That was a that was a humdinger, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That and maybe that's the thing is that like we knew what that we knew what storyline they're writing for Captain America because they're following they're following books. Um, yeah, but even when we lose, spoiler alert, Captain America at the end uh, of the film, I didn't. F- uh, and he, well, we don't lose him, but he comes back as his older self. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel as burdened. I didn't feel as saddened. I didn't feel like there was like a hole. I felt when <laughs> when you see his bullet ridden body. I felt sadness. I felt the agony that she felt. Mm. I wanted to destroy Sokovia. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> her, re- her reaction was war. Like, you know what I mean? Her reaction to the loss of her brother. I felt it in yeah. my, my loins. <laughs> <laughs> it ran deep. <laughs> like, it got down there. <laughs> it I- ran deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, it. Yeah, and like I feel like that that pain has carried out through a lot of the movies. I, I can't remember which uh, movie followed up Age of Ultron where where Wanda next appeared. It might have been Civil War, um, and you could still feel in her character the angst and you know the loss of losing Pietro. And and then we jump you know into the next time we see her is Avengers: Infinity War, and then Avengers you know by the end of Infinity War, Vision dies. So she just keeps losing people left and right, you know, and so it's. Uh, it's it's i think you know when you look at the grand scheme of the mcu her behavior totally makes sense it's not right but you're like oh yeah she is going through it you know like she's just (laughs) she's losing people left and right and that's i think really the cause of what's going on and but you know sword doesn't know that yet they don't know why she's doing what she's doing Hmm. So there's. See, I didn't, and yeah, I didn't consider that, but that is a good point. Sword yeah. doesn't understand that. I mean, maybe oh. if they were like actually emotionally intelligent and had like a grief counselor that like kept log of this stuff, maybe they would be like, "Oh, she lost like two people in two years." Or, I mean, to be fair, actually, the blip kind of pushes it further, like a few years further ahead. But you know, it's uh, you know, it's it's something that needs to be thought of. I'm surprised a, a intelligence agency hasn't uh, just taken stock of the fact that she's lost very people, very important people in her family unit. <laughs> so yeah, well, and it's like and. It- if this is a testament to the way that uh, PTSD is handled in the United States of America, Ooh. or really in any military situation, yeah. nobody's nobody is checked up on. Yeah, nobody. And so this is the most disturbing thing that I, in my research, found was that apparently in the at the end of Infinity War, there was a cut scene, like a end credit scene, that was deleted of Wanda carrying. Vision's dead body away. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yep. No, that is exactly what's happening here. Yeah. Which is also kind of just like, it's disturbing to think um, that maybe she's reanimated him because <laughs> it's like who, this reality takes place uh, where people's minds have been manipulated so they don't remember who they are or where they're from or. Even that they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We still don't have full answers on that, to be honest. We don't know what she did to Vision. If 
if this is a reanimated version of of that vision or if this is just a um, a mental manifestation of him. We don't actually know that yet. But at the same time, yeah. though, from a production point of view, other characters talk to this vision. So if it was just a mental manifestation of, of Wanda's own, you know, um, doing, when there's individual scenes like in episode three of, of Vision talking to Agnes and Herb in the driveway there, would that actually mm-hmm. have happened? You know what I mean? Like, if he wasn't a physical manifestation? Like... Mm-hmm. I uh, am I explaining that properly? Like basically, no, I totally under- yeah, I get like, it. Like if if it was truly just in her mind, why would they include scenes of Vision talking to other characters when Wanda's not around? You know what I mean. So maybe she did reanimate him, and maybe this is Vision, you know, physically, actual physical matter body interacting with Agnes and other people when Wanda's not around. That could make sense, but I, I don't know. Like, that's that's one of those, like, the devil's in the detail of this show. Like, I don't... What are the rules here? <laughs> right? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm kind of scared to find out more. Yeah. And kind of excited to find out more. But, like, you're right. If it is, in fact, a reanimated... I feel like it is his corpse reanimated. I think so, too. Because, yeah. And it's it's frightening because... And this, this is my evidence. Um, the one time when he walks out the door and she's like, smile. Or, like, remember, remember to smile? His whole face changes. And now that we know it's Wanda manipulating the universe, we know it's her that changed that. Yeah. Um, when Vision walked through the door without the doctor in the last episode and it was just pale purple hole in head vision and it quickly snapped to regular vision we know that Wanda did that yeah, totally. so it's like yeah, it's like oh no this might be a weekend at Bernie's like, <laughs> yeah. Rosemary's baby style yeah that's some, those are some great inspirations to draw from, actually. That would have been really cool. I mean, hey, I, I don't know if it fits the tone, but we'll see what the next episodes of WandaVision, the TV, the quote TV show within a TV show are, you know? Like, maybe they're going to mm. go for something more dark and more dramatic. Who knows? They have mm-hmm. the ability to do so, that. Y- yeah, and that's another that's another thing, too, that I th- find really interesting is that it's not so dark, which it means, yeah. to me, it means that, like, superhero content doesn't have to be, like, to Dark Knight Returns. Um, it can it can have themes that are a little more serious that people can allow themselves to take more seriously. Yeah. Like, for example, which is something we haven't talked about yet with this episode, was that we get more backstory of from Monica Rambeau. Yeah. I keep saying Randall, but I, I'm also thinking Randall Park. Right. <clears throat> so we get another perspective from the snap. We, I, that was from the that bl- was a jarring way to blip. start the episode. I was like, "What? What's going on?" Yeah, that was great. And like, right? the, they they did a great job of really um, capturing the chaos that would happen in real life if 50 percent of the Earth's population came back like that. <laughs> like the hospital was a wreck. Yeah, they were rocked. And it's like, I remember when it happened in Spider-Man and it was like in the middle of an assembly and half the the basketball team just like magically appears and it was like comedic. Yeah. But this was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is crazy. Yeah. And, 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 and then to find out, because as funny as it was in Spider-Man, to find out that not only were you not gone for a couple seconds, because that's what it felt like, You've been gone for like 10 years. 
people there are 10 year olds on the earth who like who have are older than the, how long you've been yeah, on. It, it screwed up everybody's ages yeah like it made like people that were younger actually older than the people that died yeah so we so we find out uh, monica is re i don't re-blipped blipped I, back yeah re-snapped re- yeah her atoms came back together yeah, so she rematerializes in a hospital chair that she was sitting in when her mother, Maria, who we know as Maria Rambo, yeah. um, when her mother was in the hospital. So she's like, hey, she rushes out. Everything's in chaos. And she's like, where is my mom? <laughs> she finds a doctor that recognizes her and goes, oh, hey, you're oh, my God, Monica, you're back. Hey, girl. And yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> she's like. Okay, so it's chaos here, but like real quick, cute to see you. To your mom's been dead for three years. Sorry, to, yeah, like can you like that's a lot to take in. Not only am I like back alive, which I didn't know even know I died, but also my mom died. So there's just like a lot of like a lot to take in within thirty seconds. I feel like for a general human being. Oh, yeah, 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 and it's and they played it differently, and that's when I was. Honestly, when I was watching um, Spider-Man Homecoming, I was just like, okay, but what about the people, you know what I mean? What about those scenarios? And that's that's it. Yep. Just like the same way we see Ant- like when Ant-Man goes and sees his daughter and she's like a teenager. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like you missed, people missed whole people's lives. People missed the death of parents. Like, it's insane. And they, I think that they tackled that <clears throat> tackling that in this TV show was appropriate because this TV show is all about loss. It um, is. Now we're seeing that is it about loss. Um, not only like Wanda is not the only one who lost somebody. Monica lost somebody and she's dealing with that. Yeah. And I don't even know if uh, like it, it doesn't go into detail about where Darcy were and where uh, Jimmy Wu was during the whole snap thing. But I mean, I'm assuming it might, but yeah. So it, it shows us where Monica, where Monica had been, and then that Monica gets recruited back on track. Here, yeah. That Monica gets recruited by Sword to help them. Yeah. Um, sort of, uh, in their Sword endeavors, they're like daily whatevers. So, um, Monica finds herself investigating the disappearance of citizens of Eastview or Westview. Yeah. And she goes out there with Jimmy Woo and she flies the drone shaped like a helicopter into a, like a, a barrier outside of Westview and it disappears. And that's, we see that that's where it comes from. Also, I didn't know the number 57 on the side of the helicopter is a nod to Avengers 57, the first appearance. Oh, clever catch. Nice. Right. I was like, oh, that's cute. Oh, I didn't even catch that. I watched a video and heard about that. I was like, wow, that's deep. Yeah. No, that's a good catch. Um, Yeah. No, that's, yeah, Monica, she, she's got a really, really interesting story that really gets fleshed out in this episode. You know, she, she arrives at Mm -hmm. Westview um, you know, and she's like the cops that are around there, like they don't even know the town exists. They're like, huh? <laughs> like they just have like contact amnesia from the whole thing. Um, and then she gets sucked into it. And then what we don't know is 
you know, when she got sucked into Westview, did she, you know, did she, I, did she buy into it? Like, do all of a sudden you're, do you get collective amnesia where you believe you're part of this, this town? Like, I don't know actually what she was thinking when she got sucked in, but I mean, you know, then she eventually brings up at the end of episode three, she brings up Ultron. So clearly she's privy to some outside information, but Mm-hmm. What is her general headspace when she is in inside Westview, inside Wanda's reality? I we don't know much about right. that. Like, did did she know what she was doing? Like, I'm I'm very curious to see where that goes. Mm-hmm, me too. And like, even the neighbor. Uh, now, all of the things that Harold w- said were make sense. Like, well, like, because th- th- remember they were asking, is Geraldine in there with her? Oh, if his name is Herb. Herb, yeah. sorry, not Harold. <laughs> Herb, he was. They're like, is Geraldine in there with her? And Vision's like, oh, that's weird. Why would you? Yeah, ask why? Her? Why like, are you so obsessed with like, her? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she can sit with yeah, us. She can sit. It's fine. Yeah, and uh, apparently she can't. <laughs> well, she got but, eaten, um, so yeah, she can't sit with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she can sit on the other side of the. She can sit on the other side of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Of the town, yeah. so uh, he he actually tells Vision, um, and now it starts to make sense uh, that he she's like he's like well Geraldine's weird she doesn't have a home here yeah that made like, sense afterwards too I was like oh my gosh because she got mm-hmm. pulled into Westview she that's right she's not a resident yeah and that's when I was like oh that's th- then Agnes is totally in on it she knows what's happening she knows something that Herb doesn't because he doesn't even know why he's saying the things he's saying yeah like I, I re-watched episode 3 and I was like he he knows that he's saying um, he knows what he's saying but he doesn't know why he just thinks it's strange as a resident of Westview he's commenting on how strange Geraldine is because she doesn't have a home and uh, she just kind of came out of nowhere, but he doesn't know how to explain it. And he, it's like something is blocking him from explaining it. So I thought that was really cool. Well, probably because I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like his frame of reference is probably only based on what Wanda knows because he's under Wanda's spell, we assume. Like, so I, I feel like his, he, it, that's what fills in the gaps is like just whatever Wanda thinks. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting for sure. And, I, I feel like, you know, by the end of the episode again, how did the episode end it? Um, um, when Monica mentions Ultron, Wanda casts her, No. No, that's the wrong one. They still don't have... Um, oh, maybe it ended the same way as 3, where, like, you actually see her get yeeted. It, like, catches you <gasps> up. Yeah. Okay, so it's kind of the same ending as, as episode 3, and then um, what we have at the end is just, like, you know, Vision walks to the door, he's got a hole through his head, and Wanda corrects it, and then they just stay there with their babies, and that's it. That it catches you up to where they are in the show. Oh no. Um, you see Okay, the the thing about Vision, you see it it's episode four, not episode three. I was wondering that, yeah. Yikes! Uh we filmed these on the same day. <laughs> Don't let the change of wardrobe fool you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's just address it. Okay, okay. So, uh, after some googling, <laughs> it turns out that 
we also are altering our own reality. And we talked about season four, I mean, episode four, in our episode three episode. Um, don't let these costume changes fool you. <laughs> we we watched and filmed things on the same day, so we have to be like totally honest. Um, the We confused parts of the ending for episode three, and we talked about them in our last episode. So... Um, we're going to continue to talk about them now. <laughs> yeah. um, well, we were just talking about, like, well, how did the episode actually end? And so it ended by, we actually do see Monica, you know, again, after Scarlet Witch gave birth, um, Wanda, or Monica's like, um, didn't didn't Ultron kill your brother? Which, like, who would ever say that in real life? Like, awkward. Um, and then Scarlet Witch just yeets her out of reality. Like, literally is so yeah. angry, just casts her out. And then, you know, um, Scarlet Witch is fixing the damage that she does to the house. And then Vision walks back in. And for a split second, Wanda sees him with the Mind Stone taken out of his out of his forehead. And he's just, you know, a lifeless version of himself. She realizes that's not going to do. And quickly corrects reality again. So it looks like the live, happy Vision that she remembers him to be. And then what we have is this them kind of, um, you know cooing over their their twins you know it's ending on a quote happily ever after for wanda and vision for the end of episode four so do you know what all in all to kind of like bring it back to what you said about how people are gonna like this episode uh who haven't liked sorry uh, about people who up until this point haven't been warm to the series that they'll probably like it a lot more now any last thoughts on that point? I feel well, yeah. I feel like, it, like I said at the top of it, like I feel like people that were critical of WandaVision, I think this latest episode is probably going to be the one they enjoy the most because it gives it to you straight. Like it's just straight up with you of what's going on. Um, again, mm-hmm. I not that I didn't like this episode. I, I think they're all great. This one, I think, was maybe the least. Uh, I don't want to say interesting, but the least um, nuanced, like the least layered. You know, there's no, there's nothing there to hint or for me. There's no brain teaser for me. Because everything's just given mm-hmm. you straight, which is great, and they're doing a great job with it. It just didn't have that air of mystery. But what's keeping me going forward, obviously I want to see what's going on, whether Wanda knows what she's doing, how intentional this is, but really what's going mm-hmm. on with Agnes as well. We know Evan Peters is going to show up at some point in some form. That's that's going to keep me going. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited. You know, I, I can't wait to mm-hmm. see what they do in episode five, if they're going to maybe jump to the... Are they at the 80s now? I think they're the next... If they wanted to continue WandaVision, the next decade would be the 80s, or would it be the 90s? Mm-hmm. It would definitely be the yeah. 80s if this is the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm totally excited to see what happens next. I... Uh, I am like you, where I'm a little nervous about the intrigue. Yeah. That was a big selling yeah, like feature I, for me for the first three episodes, was that mystery... Mm-hmm. And now that the mystery is gone, like, to be honest, when the episode ended, I was like, oh, hmm, I feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> so are they just going to, like, not go back to the television show format? Is Wanda going to <laughs> eat the citizens of Westview out of existence? Who Who I don't tell? know. Who knows? <laughs> Who can tell? But I'm excited. And the next episode drops soon. So, I mean, we're obviously going to get together. We're going to talk about it. And it's going to be, I I have faith it'll stay exciting. Oh, yeah. Because up until now, what we've been delivered has been quality. Totally. So. Yeah, no, this is a good format for Marvel. And I I think they're, 
they're going to really uh, um, get back some people that were a little disenfranchised with the MCU. I think they're, or maybe not get back, but they're going to hang on to their dominance as such a dominant brand for sure with this new format. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd like to thank everyone, if you're still around, for watching and listening to us sit together and chatter about WandaVision. Um, we'll probably be doing this for as long as we're given television to talk about from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, stay tuned for when we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that's just going to be an endless hit parade of misogyny. <laughs> Reverse misogyny. From- <laughs> reverse misogyny and i hope you're here for it but thank you for coming out for this (laughs) of course (laughs) um stay tuned we'll have more episodes uh where we continue to discuss wandavision if you have questions if you have comments corrections everyone loves a correction i think there's gonna be a lot for this past episode (laughs) yeah yeah leave them leave it in the description wait we leave them in the comments section down below Uh, like and subscribe or unsubscribe. It's not, we're not going to like pressure you. Right. Right. <laughs> but we'll, we'll still be here even if you go away, but we hope that you stay. Uh, send us, in fact, send us hate mail. Uh, the, the email is info at comic book. Sy- no, it's mail. It's mail <laughs> at comicbooksyndicate.com. Do you hate me? Do you hate me specifically? Send all your mail to Jolie, J-O-L-I-E at comicbooksyndicate.com. You know, you know what? Send it to mail at comicbooksyndicate.com. This way we never get it. It's just send it to that address. <laughs> yeah, just send it there. We'll s- filter that out. It'll be a, it'll be a it'll loot. Be a we'll keep doing this Till the end of time. <laughs> and until next time, I have been your oh God. Faithful, I don't know. G.I. Joe Lee. Harvey Brett. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so weird. And uh yeah. I guess we'll sign okay. out. Sounds good. Bye. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>